Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Thank you, Fred Armstrong, and welcome, one and all, to NASCAR Live Wide Open. I'm Mike Bagley. We got the whole MRN crew here, and this is a this is a brand new opportunity, brand new show for us here at the Motor Racing Network. But basically an extension of what we get on Tuesdays and what we get on race days. NASCAR Live Wide Open is going to allow us to drop the hammer a little bit, maybe go full throttle, maybe go in a different direction that we otherwise wouldn't go on a Tuesday or a race day. We can kind of, well, we can kind of do a deeper dive on things that are going on in the sport right now. You can find us right here. New episodes drop every Thursday And wherever you subscribe to podcasts, if you subscribe to NASCAR Live, you will get this as well. If you're just finding us, welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Going to have a whole lot of fun on today's installment and in the installments to come. Obviously, we're gearing up for a brand new racing season. And we're also gearing up for our first ever Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. If you've been checking out MRN.com, if you've been listening to NASCAR Today, NASCAR Live, You know, there's a lot of buzz about this event. Well, we're going to go into the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum this weekend and do something we've never done before. We're going to explore the L.A. Coliseum. Also in this installment, we're going to chat with a gentleman that made a lot of magic inside of that hallowed venue. We're going to chat with Matt Leiner, 2004 Heisman Trophy winner, Rose Bowl MVP. He played for the USC Trojans back in the mid early 2000s. Championship-winning quarterback. He went on to play in the NFL. Played for Pete Carroll at USC. He has played inside of that Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Matt's going to join the show here in just a moment. We're going to get his thoughts about what he thinks of that venue being converted over to a racetrack and a totally different sporting venue than what he was used to when he played in there. We're going to give you the history of the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum and what they've done to convert the playing field of the USC Trojans into what will be our playing field on Sunday, topped with asphalt when we turn them loose 
in the clash. Plus, we're also going to give you some clash betting odds if you're out there to lay down some units. Producer Trey is going to stop by to get us up to date on the betting odds. And if you're going to Los Angeles this weekend, I'm going to recommend a place that you need to check out to eat because food is so important. I love to eat. You're going to find that out every installment of this, every single race weekend. We're going to give you some place you might want to check out if, if you decide to do so. And if you need something to put in the tank there over the course of the race weekend, wherever we may be, let's get going. Let's talk to Matt Liner. We talk about how decorated he is, championship winning quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner. He has played inside of the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Let's go to the NASCAR Live wide open hotline and bring in the aforementioned Matt Liner. Matt, welcome to NASCAR Live wide open. Listen, this is awesome. This is a first for me, you know, talking, uh, talking NASCAR being on the show thanks for having me uh obviously really excited uh, for this weekend and uh what a what a great um just great venue and, and and just a really cool deal that nascar has come to the coliseum i can't wait to to be there and to see it live well i was okay so let's pick a starting point here let's start with 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 you and what you've done inside of that coliseum <laughs> a lot of folks may not know but you're a, you're a very well-decorated college quarterback. You played for the USC Trojans. You played under Pete Carroll. You played with Reggie Bush. You played, obviously, um, with a lot of great folks. But you've also played inside of a great venue mm-hmm. from from one who has already played in there and has been in there. What do you think about the L.A. Memorial Coliseum? What were your first thoughts when you first walked in that place? Well, the, the, the first thoughts were just, one, one the historic nature of the building the events that had been there you know i remember going into usc and um you know the olympics were hosted there and just and obviously some of the old nfl teams and it just it just the history and tradition is really what stands out before you even step foot in that field and you hear about it and you watch the videos and you see pictures and like oh my gosh like there's been some of the greatest sporting events to ever get there's some of the greatest athletes have participated and been inside the coliseum um, so that's kind of the first thing, and then and then obviously just just being lucky enough to get to play for USC and and step foot in that Coliseum. I, I just the, the thing that stands out is obviously we had such a great run, and, and the Coliseum was rocking. And you know they've renovated it since, but but when I was there, it was ninety thousand plus people every Saturday, um, and there's just something special about it. From you know I get goosebumps top, talking about it. But I always tell like fr- from walking down that tunnel to where it kind of opens up to ju- just this sea of people um, there's no really other way to describe it unless you kind of live it and you got to got to be a part of that um, and then I always say this and I always tell them I know and I know the race is going to be during the day but there, there was always something special about playing at the Coliseum at night you know when you when you had the torch lit in the fourth quarter and you had a little bit of the clouds rolling in and all of that it, it just it just it just is a different type of feel there and um, again I was so fortunate to to play for USC to play in the Coliseum call it my home um, the best memories I have there it's just it's such a really special unique place I've heard it said that the measure of a great venue is how it is when it's empty have you been inside of the LA Memorial Coliseum when it's empty and how does that feel yeah yeah I mean I've been plenty of times I was just there uh not too long ago when Lincoln Riley was was, was uh, hired and he has press conference and, and they did the Coliseum. It's just, it's, you know, it's a lot like the Rose Bowl. You know, you look at the Rose Bowl and if you see the Rose Bowl from 
an aerial shot. You know, you see the you see the mountains behind and all of that, and, and it's just such a beautiful backdrop. You know, the, the Coliseum it's in a different kind of area with the with the city buildings and the city, but there's just something special about it. You know, the peristyle end and um, all of those things. It's just it's just a very unique place. And then I think when you tie that in, just with knowing what's been a part of that i think that's what makes it special whether there's people in there or not it's it's a historical landmark you know in los angeles and in the country and that will never change you described what it's like when you come out of the tunnel and you know for the first few times i'm sure you're mesmerized you look up you mentioned the paris style and you mentioned the torch and 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 you're taking all of this in how long does it take an athlete to say okay you know what this place is pretty cool but we've got business to do. How, what's the transition like putting putting all of that out of your mind or, or putting that to the side and focusing on the task at hand, in your case, which was football? Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's you know, I think it's, it's pretty easy. Uh, I, I, I always told people, like, I mean, at the end of the day, when the whistle blows and, and you got to go to work and you, you do your job, like, you kind of tune out all of those things. I mean, that's what, that's, that's what we're, you know, paid to do in the NFL, and that's what we're supposed to do in college. So, um, I, I always loved to embrace the environment as soon as I stepped on the field and warm-ups because it's special. And, and those, you know, and, and now as I'm older and I look back, I'm like, gosh, like that, that's what makes those places special. It's, you don't want to be so rigid and robotic and, hey, I'm here to do my job. Yeah, of course you are, and you're going to do your job, but, but embrace the, the elements, especially I always liked playing on the road too because it was, it was kind of – 80,000 people versus you and your team. And there was, there was something unique about that. But um, just like anything and just like, you know, these drivers and the minute that race starts or the minute a game starts, your, your job is, is to compete and win your football game and, and to do your job. So you really, you know, you really tune out the atmosphere and you go handle your business. I, I will say, though, it was always fun when defense was on the field because that's when our home crowd obviously – gets rowdy and gets loud and that's when you get a chance to really kind of embrace the atmosphere a little bit you know when 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 the other side of the ball is out there doing their work so um it's pretty easy though you know you you just this is what you do you know you go out there you do your job you play between the whistles and then every every once in a while you can kind of you know you get caught up in, in in the crowd and all that i think it's what makes it special obviously we're transitioning to nascar this weekend from from what folks normally expect coming out of the LA Memorial Coliseum, whether it be USC Trojan football, whether it be concerts, whatever like that. Do you have much mm-hmm. experience in NASCAR? What what experience do you have? I really have zero, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I um I you know I just I, I follow kind of every sport, whether it's race a little bit here and there. I have friends um, I have friends who are big into NASCAR who've gone to races, and, and I've never been to a race. Um, and I've been told always, like, oh, you got to go. It's such a unique experience. It's so exciting. Get down in the pit, and you're all, all of those things. Um, and, you know, I just, I've just never had the opportunity to do that. I am, I, I can't tell you how excited, I, how excited I am to be a part of this um, because, one, just I, I just I think the Coliseum, this is what makes the Coliseum so unique. Uh, two, obviously, being on Fox is where I work and all those things. And then three, just, you know, the, the first time here, I, I, I believe we're calling it the clash, right? I, I think mm-hmm. and, um, how I mean, just it just it's just such a unique venue to do this. And I think it's going to be amazing. And 
Um, I'm happy to be a part of the kind of pre uh, pre race festivities. I think it's going to be pretty cool, and obviously tons of memories in that place. There'll be, you know, the, the, it'll be rocking. The place will be sold out. All those things, and it's going to be just fun. I just I love I love all events, all sports, all athletes. I love all of that. So I'm just excited to, to be able to witness that in person. You mentioned the memories that you have from that venue. What's the number one memory that you take with you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I would say probably my senior year, uh, we played UCLA. It was my last home game there. You know, I came back from my senior year. That was the last game. It was the last game that um, before we ended up, well, obviously we had to win, but before we ended up playing Texas in the Rose Bowl. And um, it was uh, it was a really emotional game for me to start. I actually played horrible in the first quarter. But for all the reasons I just told you, it just, you, that place just, it means a lot and it meant a lot to me then. It meant a lot to me back then um, because the crowds and my family got to watch me play and, and just the memories and all the wins and the games and the battles we had on that field. You know, I, I uh, it was funny, actually, funny story. So um, we're beating up UCLA pretty bad that day as, as we did during those three or four years runs. But uh, that's a whole different story. But um, <laughs> we were up, I don't know, we were up by 30 or 40 points in the third or end of the third. And Pete was going to take me out. And um, he, I come to the sideline before play or something. And, and John David Booty, my backup, a good buddy of mine, um, was going to come in, and I said, I said, I said, Coach, just you know, let's call timeout, man. Let me, uh, let me just, let me just, just kind of soak this up a little bit one last time. So we called timeout, and uh, it was, it was such a really special moment for me. And there were tears. I hugged every one of my teammates that was on the field. Um, JD came in. I kind of walked off, and um, you know, the crowd was cheering. It, it was just, a, it was a really special moment because that place and those fans meant so much to me. So I really. That's one of the things that I'll always remember is I got to walk off that field, uh, you know, kind of waving to the fans and just expressing how much um, my time there was, was how important it was to them and to, to how important they were to me and all of those things. So uh, that, that sticks out. Obviously, tons of wins, tons of great, um, you know, battles with good teams, the players I got to play with. It was just a, such a fun experience. Oh, that's Matt Leiner. Man, the memories that he made inside that Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. He did a great job of reliving that moment, that final moment when he walked off that field for the final time. I'm sure there's a lot of folks that are going to be going to be dazzled by the peristyle, by by the torch and just by that massive venue this weekend. NASCAR season is here and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. We, of course, will be on the scene to describe the action that goes on. You can hear that coverage. We'll we'll freshen up the broadcast schedule for you before we sign off here on NASCAR Live Wide Open. I want to transition, though, and I want to talk about the Coliseum. It's been billed the greatest stadium in the world. Now, I know a lot of you out there may have your favorite stadiums, or there are other stadiums, but this is probably the most versatile stadium in the United States, if not the world. First of all, this was... This was commissioned back in 1921, 
And this basically is a living memorial to everyone who served in the armed forces during World War One. While they commissioned it in 1921, they never broke ground on it till later in that year. And construction took about 16 months. Once they got everything constructed, basically every person from every walk of humanity has been in here. And what I mean is we've had Summer Olympics, the first one back in 1932, the one that we probably remember the most, 1984, when the USA just racked up medal after medal after medal. There's going to be a third Olympics coming in 2028. Stay tuned for that. We mentioned the USC Trojans. It's been their home field basically since 1923. UCLA has played out there. The Rams have played football in the National Football League there. They had a couple of stints inside of the Coliseum. The Raiders played in there. The Chargers have. Uh, There's been Super Bowls. There's been NFL championship games that have been played. The 1959 World Series was played inside of the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. It was home of the Dodgers for a couple of seasons. And that's not to mention that you've had some pretty high-profile people address folks inside of the Coliseum. Six U.S. presidents, Franklin Roosevelt, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ronald Reagan, all address folks inside there. We've had papal visits from Pope John Paul II. You've had soccer games in there. You've had rock and roll efforts like Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Van Halen, Rolling Stones. You had all these, you've had all this stuff happen inside of of the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. And now it's our opportunity as NASCAR to go in and perform for fans as well. We expect a lot of folks inside the racetrack. Now, the racetrack itself, how do you take a Coliseum that has a football field in the middle of it and change it into a racetrack? Here's how they did it. This is a unique story. Back up to November 27th, the Trojans had their last home game. They lost to the BYU Cougars 35-31. to After that game, the Coliseum was transitioned over into a concert venue. Yay, which that's Kanye, that's his new name now. Kanye and Drake held a benefit concert in there on December 9th. As soon as the loadout was completed from that concert, work began on converting it into a racetrack. What they did was, the playing field of USC is still there, but they covered the field in plastic, then they covered the entire field in plywood, then they put six inches of dirt over top of it, then they covered that with 1,560 tons of high-performance asphalt, four inches thick. Four inches because it's a temporary job. Five inches is what's used for permanent jobs like you would see on your highways and byways byways around where you live. Safer barriers, fencing was installed. It took about three weeks to complete. Now, here's the interesting thing. We're going to do what we're going to do this weekend. We're going to have practice, qualifying, heat races, last chance qualifiers, and then the main event, the 150 lapper on Sunday. As soon as we are done and the checkered flag flies and we leave the Coliseum, They're going to take the asphalt and everything and rip it right back up and restore the field because 10 days later, the L.A. Giltinis and the New England Free Jacks Major League Rugby teams are going to have a match on February 27th. So just as soon as the Coliseum was converted to a racetrack, it will be converted back to grass and rugby play will resume.
totally fascinating with how quickly this came together and how quickly it's going to return to its degree of normalcy as soon as we're done with racing on Sunday afternoon. It's going to be spectacular. We can't wait to get out there. This is truly a once-in-a-lifetime event, hoping that it turns in... This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. To more than that. Now, there are a lot of you out there. Some of you like to wager units on points paying races. Well, for those of you that are into perhaps maybe putting down a couple of units as far as the clash is concerned, let's bring in producer Trey, who's going to give us the clash betting odds, obviously for this weekend. I don't know how they're going to establish these Trey, but I imagine that there's been some science and some thought process put into this. I can't wait to hear what these odds are for this race this weekend. Yeah, this has got to be the hardest race to handicap ever by the bookmakers out there in Vegas. This is this is harder than Talladega, Daytona, your super speedway races where sometimes it feels like you're picking a name out of the hat. We've never seen anything like this. There's nothing that you can really compare it to. We have no history of uh, drivers on this style of track. I mean, it's, it's just going to be crazy out there this weekend in LA. Very hard to handicap, but Vegas has done so, and we have a three-way uh, co-favorite for this weekend in the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. Mike, if I had to ask you who you think, I'll even ask you just one of these three favorites that Vegas has pegged the most likely to win on Sunday. Do you have any idea who Vegas might think this is who's going to win at the Coliseum? I would say Kyle Larson has to be on that list. Okay, yes, Kyle Larson is on that list because simply it seems like anything Kyle Larson drives, he (laughs) he will win. If we were doing, if we were racing scooters or lawnmowers, Kyle Larson would probably be the favorite in that as well. So yes, Kyle Larson is one of the three co co favorites at plus six hundred or six to one. Meaning you bet one dollar on Kyle Larson, if he wins, you get six dollars back in return the other two co-favorites are two drivers who were in the championship for last year denny hamlin and chase elliott both also at six to one odds and then right behind them is the other uh driver that was in the championship for last year martin truex jr at seven to one odds this sunday at the la coliseum and it's going to be very interesting to see larson's the only guy who has a guaranteed spot in the main event so uh you're going to have to be watching those heat races to hope that whoever you uh wager on is in there now i like to look at things in in a little bit of a different way so each week i'll give you someone that i'm looking for as far as a long shot and then who I would if if I was putting uh, a little bit of uh, monopoly money down on this, who I who I'd have zeroed in now, as far as my long shot for this weekend, I said it's very, very hard to compare this to any style of track that we've ever seen in NASCAR. But I think probably the closest comparison because of how narrow it is and because it's a a short track, I think Martinsville might be the closest comparison to what we currently have in NASCAR. Right Now, we haven't seen this guy in a full-time basis in the Cup Series in a long time. 
But if you remember back, A.J. Allmendinger was not just good at road courses. His best oval might have been Martinsville when he was driving full-time back for, you know, Richard Petty Motorsports and Team Penske and Red Bull Racing back in the day. And A.J. Allmendinger is plus 8,000, 80 to 1. So if you are looking for a long shot this weekend – A.J. Allmendinger, he did it last year on a part-time basis for College Racing, got them their first cup victory. A.J. Allmendinger is someone that I'm looking at as far as a long shot this weekend at the Coliseum. You know, that may not be a bad way to go. Because here's the thing. It's like I've always I always ask this question. So when you start a new season, where do you begin with this kind of thing? It's almost Vegas, at least in the in the top four, did a copy-paste of Phoenix and mm-hmm. how the championship run ended. Obviously, with a little tweak here or there, but I think Vegas may be sleeping a little too hard on Martin Truex Jr. You know, that, to me, he's one of the best short-track drivers that we have, but he even admitted this week he's never driven on a track that small. There's a lot of drivers that have not driven ever on a track that small. We know that we've never done it in the Cup Series, but there are a couple that have experience. See, I would be more inclined to go the Kyle Busch route. Okay. Because of the damage that he did on uh, the bull ring out in Las Vegas, or maybe even go with Kurt as well. I'm thinking that Kurt or Kyle might be a good pick, but I'm liking that Almondinger 80 to 1. I mean, you put $1 down, you get 80 back. College Racing going going uh, cup racing in 2022. Um, he's going to be a part of the part time effort, the second car, as it were. I think they picked a great guy to put in that car. And perhaps maybe could earn some folks some money this weekend. Yeah, for sure. And but you're the two you're watching, Kyle Bush, he is plus eight hundred, so eight to one there. Kurt, steeper odds than that. Kurt is plus twenty five hundred, twenty-five to one for Kurt Bush. But you talked about guys who have a little bit of experience on this style of track. My official pick for this weekend, based on the odds and the experience, I've looked at two things. Guys who are good at Martinsville and guys who have experience on similar style tracks. And one stuck out to me, and that's Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney has raced at Bowman Gray Stadium in Winston-Salem, and that is the closest comparison that you will have to this track anywhere anywhere in the world, anywhere that these guys have raced on raced on tracks in the United States. And Blaney talked about that uh, at media day and in availabilities leading up to this race. And it didn't work out for Ryan Blaney at Martinsville to get into the championship for last year. But Ryan Blaney has quietly become a very good short track racer and he's good at Martinsville and he has the experience at Bowman Gray Stadium. Ryan Blaney 10 to 1 plus plus 1,000. That is my official pick for this weekend with Almondinger being my long shot. I got to admit, you did a heck of a sell job there. Uh, I you know, I had glossed over Blaney because I've been so fixated on on Kurt and Kyle that I lost sight of of, um, of Ryan Blaney there and perhaps maybe that, that Bowman Gray experience from back in the day. Now, obviously, in a totally different race car, totally different time and place. But I think there's something to be said about about having your wits about you on a track that small. I mean, these lap times are going to be what maybe 11, 12 seconds. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be carrying some a lot of speed, and they're going to be getting around the track pretty quick, huh? See, I'm I, I'm going to pick Kyle Busch to okay. win uh, on on Sunday, but I'm liking that I'm liking that Blaney pick. Odds uh, odds are not like if we take the odds out of the mix that. You make a good point, and and you you sell a good a good uh, line there on Blaney. Hmm. All right. Well, you know what? Let 
Let's write this down. We'll revisit this in next week's show. Um, and we'll see if we get this right. Now, are we are we going to put points to this? What are we doing? Are we doing a year-long tally? How do we want to handle this? Because, quite frankly, I think that, well, I'd like to hear from some fans. Who are you picking for The Clash this weekend? You can tweet us uh, at MRN Radio, hashtag NASCAR Live. Let us know who you have. Let us know who you're going with. Because outside of just what we've heard from drivers say, we really don't have anything to go on. It's a it's a gut right now. And Trey's going with Ryan Blaney. I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. Tweet us who you're going with. Again, at MRN Radio. Use the hashtag NASCAR Alive. Before we go, a couple of other matters to tend to. First of all, we mentioned that yeah, we're going to be going to a lot of restaurants here. Or I'm sorry, a lot of racetracks that will have a lot of restaurants around them in 2022. If you're going to the Clash this weekend and you're looking for something different and you're looking for a unique offering, might I suggest... Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. This is a this is an LA classic. There are there are eight locations to serve you all around the Los Angeles area. I've been there a couple times. The last time I was there, I missed Snoop Dogg by five minutes. You never know who you're going to see. You never know what celebrity is going to pop in the door. But they've got locations in Hollywood. Uh, they got them in Pasadena. They're in Anaheim, Inglewood, there by the racetrack. You're in Long Beach. Uh, you got West LA, so you got a lot of options. Roscoe's, that's R O S C O E S, chickenandwaffles.com. Check them out online. You want to talk about a unique menu, but if you've never had the waffle and chicken combo, the salty sweet, as it were, try this. And they've got other things too, but if you're in Los Angeles this weekend, I highly recommend Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Let's give it the broadcast schedule for this weekend. When we sign off here, we're going to pack up and we're going to get everything ready for our first race broadcast this weekend. We've got a triple for you coming. We're going to have coverage of practice on Saturday. Our airtime will be 1230 p.m. Eastern. We're back Saturday night at 830 Eastern with qualifying. Everybody's going to get a chance to practice. Everybody's going to get a chance to qualify. Two laps, fastest lap of the two will be the lap of record. On Sunday, we're going to come back with four heat races, two last chance qualifiers, and the 150-lap Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. NASCAR Live Race Day takes the green at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Sunday afternoon. We hope you're with us, and we hope that you enjoy the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. We're going to be back with Race Day on Sunday. We're going to be back with NASCAR Live on Tuesday night. We'll be back in this medium one week from today. Again, remember, NASCAR Live wide open with fresh episodes dropping every Thursday. For producer Trey, I'm the bag man. And for all of us here at MRN, thanks for joining us. Continue to join us all year long. And we hope you'll join us Sunday from the L.A. Coliseum with the Bush Light Clash. We'll talk to you then. So long, everybody. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 